Hello and welcome back to another episode of All That Jazz. This is episode 10. My 10th episode is season 1 and I'm actually pretty excited to be here with you all and uh, kind of have an interesting conversation um, about my topic. So for the 10th episode, I decided that I actually wanted to talk about um, my vasectomy procedure since this is a show about you know being a dad and being a responsible dad at that, um, I'm going to kind of just explain why I was on the fence about getting the procedure done and why I basically have no regrets. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. So at the time of this recording, I'm about, let me think, two weeks away from celebrating one year since I got the snip snip. And I, I got to say, like, I was really, really nervous about it. I, I'm sure any man who's either had it done or is considering about getting it done, it's, it's a little nerve wracking. But I know that it's something that I just wanted to get done eventually later in life. I just figured, why the hell not? I'm in Korea. It's probably not going to cost a lot of money if I did it back in the States. One of two things would happen. Either one, we'd have another kid, <laughs> obviously. And two, I'd be probably facing a big medical bill that I just didn't want to pay for. So that's that's one of my many reasons. At the beginning of every marriage, I always think it's important for a husband and wife to discuss you know, whether or not kids are going to be on the table, whether it's a, good dis- a discussion that is eventually going to happen and take place. And if so, how many kids are each person wanting i know in the very beginning when we first got married i actually wanted four kids i wanted like a big family so i remember telling myself like no matter what happens i'll always have my four kids three at least three would be the minimum five years later two kids i'm kind of glad that i i kind of asked myself what am i what was i thinking wanting to have four kids i mean if you do have a big family with many kids i mean good for you Actually, kudos to you. It definitely is a lot of work. I know every time we're in public and we see, you know, parents with you know three, four kids, we think, wow, like they're doing it. That's a lot of work. Just two kids already. We're already pulling our hairs out of our heads sometimes. Um, but definitely the reason why I got it, reason number one was the family planning. Two kids was the new minimum, although I did want a third one. I just know. After the last pregnancy, I, I'm pretty sure t- Soyoung was going to be tired having to give birth uh, yet a third time. Because again, for men, it's it's easy for us to just plant a seed and kind of just sit back while they bring it to term. But for her, I know it was a lot of work. And I just didn't want her to be the one to have her, like, her tubes tied or have to be put on any other type of birth control. I just figured it was my turn to kind of step it up. I figured if anybody was going to get the procedure done, it was going to be me because I knew... Um, at least based from reading articles online and certain threads that it was pretty, it's pretty harmless. It was very quick. I was actually very surprised how quick it was. Um, so let's just kind of jump into the procedure itself. The procedure is, took me no more than 10 minutes. And what made me afraid in the very beginning was that uh, when we had our consultation, I had Soyoung with me there translating 
And as the man was basically holding this sex toy, this dildo in front of my face, telling me where they were going to put the incisions, where they were going to cut, where they were going to, you know, pull each artery out to laser the crap out of it. I remember just getting this this feeling of just fear just coming over me like, oh my God, am I really going to go through with this? Like, I have no choice. Like, I'm already here. I need to get it done. And the worst part about it all was the fact that, you know, I was hoping just to kind of be knocked out through the whole thing. But they said, it's not actually necessary. You know, you are going to be awake for it. So then I thought, oh boy. So not only am I going to be awake, I got to, I got to hear it all. I got to feel it all. But they assured me, you know, once they applied the, um, not anesthesia, but what is that thing they use to, to knock you out? Not morphine, but you know, the numbing, the numbing thing. Once they provided that, I'd, I'd be quite all right. I lay down on the table. They have like this little curtain, if you will, that they put over your waist. They kind of just clean you up down there, shave you, put some of this kind of like, I don't know if it's like iodine and brown stuff to kind of disinfect the area. And they go to town. They injected, <laughs> basically, they injected uh, a syringe into each testicle of mine. I know it's probably excruciating as you're listening to this, but it really just felt like mosquito bites. You felt nothing. Like I felt nothing at all. Very quick. And the entire time, you know, I'm talking to the, the doctors when they did their best to, you know, there were two of them there, but they did their best to kind of speak English to me, make sure that, you know, they were talking to me as the whole thing was going down. They were asking where I was from, told them I was from Chicago, talked about the Cubs, Michael Jordan, you know, all the sports teams. So I kind of kept my mind off of things. And all the while, I just remember feeling a little tug here and there. And if I did feel like a little bit pressure, I would just let them know, hey, I'm feeling a bit more pain in my left testicle. And they would just kind of give me another shot uh, to numb me. Um, but after 10 minutes, they said, all right, you're all good to go. They removed the curtain. I was all uh, wrapped up down there with some tape and gauze and God knows what else. And I remember just feeling like, all right, this is wasn't too bad at all. I remember thinking that was it. Not too shabby. I come out of the operating room. So Young's in the waiting room waiting for me. She's like, wow, that was pretty quick. I said, yeah, let's get the hell out of here. I can grab something to eat. As I'm heading out the door, they tell me, you know, here's some pills to take in case you, you know, start to, the medicine starts to wear off. I'm sorry, the, the anesthesia starts to wear off. Um, and then you just need some painkillers for the next couple of days. And I thought, sure, whatever, I can do this. As we head down, we grab some donuts. As I'm sitting there waiting for my food to come, I remember just feeling like the pain. It really just started to kick in. It's like somebody just kicked me really hard in the nuts. And I just kind of felt like this burning sensation. And I thought, dear God, I already need my first pill like an hour after the operation. And I remember telling someone, like, we, we cannot take the bus back because we initially took the bus on the way there. And I thought, no, 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 I'm not walking anywhere. I'm just going to get in the cab. I don't care how much it is. And we're just going to ride back because there's no way in hell that I'm standing after this. Like, it was really intense. Now, me, I don't know about most men. I just have a very low tolerance for pain. <laughs> so I, you would think I was the one who gave birth, you know, a couple months before. But I was, it, it was pretty intense. And then once we actually got back to my in-laws uh, to pick up my son, I remember just having just to lay on the couch and not move because, again, the pain was starting to kick in. And I just felt intense heat down there, like a throbbing sensation. Um, Recovery-wise, they did instruct me not to shower for the first 48 hours because I had that, I guess, that the cast on me down below. And which actually having to remove after with all the tape attached was actually probably worse than the actual surgery itself because it just 
was pulling all the hair in every view that I had, just trying to uh, take it off. So that was just god awful. As far as like intimacy or any physical activity, it's actually banned for two weeks because they don't want you to strain yourself. I was actually playing baseball at the time, and I actually asked, I'm sorry, I actually informed them that I was in a baseball league, but they advised me against not to play. And stupid me decided to play anyway. I did let my captains know at the time that I had just got the procedure done. And no, so they told me to take it easy, and if I ever needed to sub out, they would let me. And I actually, I got a hit. I ran to first base. Right away, I knew, like, I, I just feel like I pulled something, and it just it just hurt. It hurt right away. And I'm thinking, no, I, I'll, I'm going to man it up. I'm going to kind of walk it off. I went to steal for second. The minute I got to second, then I knew, like, it just hurt. The pain, it just like the searing pain right in the middle of my nutsack. And I thought, dear God, I threw in the white towel. I said, all right, I need to sub. I'm getting the hell out of here. I got to go home and just put some ice on it because I was just hurting. I think that was... I think the three day, three or four days after I got the surgery done. And so I kid you not, when the doctors really say, don't do any activity, no sex for two weeks, I just don't. Literally, just don't do it. You'd be really dumb if you did because your body just really needs to heal after something like that. And then they also advised, make sure that you actually ejaculate because you have to try to get all the sperm cells out. And so they actually have a follow-up in 60 days to go back. They give you a little, you know, sample cup to put your, you know, your your specimen, if you will, inside that they can analyze to make sure that you no longer have uh, sperm cells in your semen. Um, at the time, I did go home last year for three months. So I basically just had to make sure that I kept count to make sure I exceeded the 30 uh, ejaculation limit. By the time I returned my cup, I told him I was at number 72, so I was double than what was required. And I actually kept all that, I actually tally marked it, as stupid as that sounds, into a notebook because I really didn't want to forget. Because I figured, you know, if I'm going to pay all this money, go through this surgery, I want to make damn sure that I have no sperm cells left in me. Um, but the clinic that I actually went to was not too far from my place. So if anybody listening to this is in... Korea. I'm sure there are many clinics nearby. If Hey, if you're in Goyang here in Ilsan, the place I went to is near Beksok Station. It's called Cool Man Clinic. Again, they do their best to speak English. Um, they're pretty foreign friendly. I didn't have any struggles. Even when I went back with my specimen months later, they were able, there were no language barriers at all. In short, that's basically all I could say. And the price was only 250,000 won, which is probably the equivalent of maybe under $200 when all was said and done. So, yeah, very, very easy procedure. And I remember just thinking, like, after everything, like, if I had any afterthought about it, there's just no regrets. I mean, did I really want to have, you know, another child? I would have. I was really kind of pushing for three. So young was kind of like, no, no, we just can't do it. We can't afford it. There's no way we're going to have three kids. And I remember thinking, come on, we're still young. We could just have one more. And I remember just asking her, like, are you sure? Are you positive you don't want to have another child? Because once I get this done, I'm not going to reverse it. I mean, I know it's possible to reverse, but I just, I would not do it again. Like, after they cauterized me down there, there's no way in hell I'm getting this done. But uh, we we do joke about it because I think... When I was signing the, the, the form, the non-disclosure agreement, it did say that the success rate was like 
maybe 1% success rate. So so I'm going to always joke like, well, if we want to have a kid, we have a 0.09% chance. So if, if we do get pregnant, we'll just name the kid Miracle or something like that. But, uh, you know, she has a great sense of humor. Um, but I feel, you know, it really was a good choice for me. I really don't regret it at all. I'm really content having two kids. I know further down the road, you know, it would have been nice to have three. I know in previous episodes I talked about, especially in Korea, the more kids you have, the more uh, government assistance you will receive. Um, but really, it's not about the money. It's really about making the best of what you have or what you were what you were given. Obviously, we were given two wonderful kids, and uh, I, I, I wouldn't want anything to, to change that or get in the way of that. Um, but if you are, you know, a dad out there who's actually considering getting it, or maybe your wife is just kind of forcing you <laughs> to get it done, um, feel free to contact me. Ask me any questions that you may have. Um, again, I have all my social sites out there. I've got, you can message me on Facebook. You can follow me on my Instagram. Send me a DM. I'm here to, to chat with you about anything, any concern, anything dad-related or traveling-related. That's what I'm here for, just to kind of reach out uh, to anyone who's interested in um, connecting. But uh, I'll go ahead and end the episode here. I feel like I've shared more than enough details, and hopefully nobody's kind of too scarred or turned away from getting the procedure done. (laughs) That wasn't my intention at all. I'm strictly just educational. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to head over to my link tree where you can access all my socials, which include my Facebook, YouTube, as well as my Instagram account. I'll catch you next week on a brand new episode of All Dad Jazz. Have a good night.